everybody. Welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. I'm your host, Dave Plazic, and I'm joined, as always, by my good pals, Brian and Patrick. Doug is not with us this week. That's okay. We're going to go on without him. We're going to get this show done. We've been kind of erratic the past few weeks, mostly Pat's fault. He is a Braves fan. And it's definitely Pat's fault. absolutely refused to record. It's not the truth at all. We just Life has happened. and You, needed, a, you needed the glue needed the glue of this podcast it's my fault i've been gone for a while i've been you know raising two children it's my fault i I apologize but i'm back i didn't even notice you were gone well the problem (laughs) was so here's the here's the the real issue is i woke up one morning and i was you know brushing my teeth get myself ready and i looked in the mirror and then uh i just didn't stop and that that's really my own fault you know because when you look at something like that it's just difficult to see I mean, am I ever going to see anything that looks that good? I oh, probably not. God. So why should I look away? I need a mute button. You've missed me. You know that you have. Oh, our listener, our fan, me. our fan misses you. Yeah, our you're singular right. fan. Someone's got to keep this group together. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh, so today's oh. show is going to be a little bit different than than previous, and it's because we've kind of come to a conclusion that we are not going to spend an hour talking about every football game like I did a couple weeks ago. It's entirely not sustainable and just not a whole lot of fun. And it's really not our jam anyway. I'd much rather hear about Pepe and how he maintains his wonderful chest hair. (laughs) If we could do video, like honestly, people would pay a lot of money for this chest hair. We We can get on YouTube. If you want to do do video, you can do Facebook. You want to get some fans. I'll tell you right now. Put me right on the cover of that. Ladies, Somehow we'll have negative You fans. would not be able to control yourselves. No. And some of the your, men. Your, your wife, Sam, would not be happy about the female following that you would pick up. No. She and would male be following. She, she'd honestly. be happy about the male following, though. I think, yeah, she would. She'd be yeah. quite happy. She would. Yeah. Has she ever brought you to P Town? She has. Week? But you know what's funny? So the first time she brought me, she immediately, you could feel a tension in the air, and I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> And I looked at her. I was like, "What's going on?" And she goes, "You don't belong here. You shouldn't." Be here. And I was like, "What do you mean?" Because that's, that's where rude. she goes with all of her her women friend, her female friends. Yeah. And and I was not welcome. Not even a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she said that. It's the same way when I take her to Home Depot. <laughs> you tell her that too. No, I would never tell her that. Luckily, she doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. God. We also, when she, when we go to Home Depot, like with her, we get plants. Like when I go, I get like a drill. Yeah, so, two by fours. Yeah. I'm Even never going to do them. anything with them, but I have them. You could, you could build something. I could. Something. I won't. I, I need could. a desk. Would you build me a desk? I don't. I'm I can not, build you a desk. Yeah. I don't have much interest in building. Well, Steph might get mad, my wife Steph, because she said she was going to build me a desk because I don't have any desire to build a desk. Oh, I'm totally building you a desk. She's going to be so pissed that you asked me to. I'm not paying for it. I could build. I'm not going to do it. Nice. Oh, you know the desk I'm using right now? Free. You know the desk before I had this? Free. That's the best price. That's what I want to pay for my desk. I tried haggling and asking for five bucks and the desk. It didn't work out, but um, (laughs) I did get for free, though. That's pretty good. Sometimes you can get that money back. So since COVID hit, I work from home three days a week. Now, originally it was all five, but now it's three days, twice in, in the office. And I'm using an old circular circle. It's a round 
dining room table. It's not ideal. And I found that I was having a lot of problems from sitting so much. So I made a makeshift stand-up desk, which involves two stacks of books, which has my two monitors on it. <laughs> so I bought a stand-up desk before at work and I used it for a little bit and found that I just was really annoyed by standing up. But you had dealing... to buy one at work. I had to buy one for work. Yeah. They wouldn't give you one? No. Those suckers are expensive. They're like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, they don't... They haven't gotten to that point. I'm sure at some point they'll decide that they have to, but, you know, you're 200 people. It's a lot of... You'd need a doctor's note, I bet, for them to do that. They won't do it. No, you can get... I guess in some people you can get a doctor's note and your insurance... My insurance won't cover it either. Yeah. Which is Hmm. why I have my two monitors on a stack of books... And my keyboard is on a Sterilite plastic drawer thing. And classy. my mouse is on a WB Mason paper supply box. Man, you're like Bill Gates. You just got it all set up. You're good to go. Yeah. It's really nice setup is what it is. It seems great. Very so, ergonomic friendly. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel better. I feel great. I'm out there. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm a... You know, You're performance athlete like Pat now. Damn right. And it it's was. all because of my stand-up desk. In fact, right now, if I could just tell you, this monitor that I'm looking at is on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven books, three Calvin and Hobbes books, two shoe boxes, and a notepad. That's a lot of Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes is great. Great, that's an but that's classic. an above average amount of Calvin and Hobbes, I would think. Oh, I celebrate the whole collection. Hey, clearly. It's the it's the greatest cartoon ever done. I'm I can't argue that because I just don't have an opinion on it. <laughs> I love Calvin and Hobbes. All right. Let's move on. Who wants to hear some fun facts? You know I do. I've missed the fun facts. I'm like two months behind on the fun facts. Well, I got now. three of them for you tonight. Oh, thank you. Real treat. Thank Christ. Let's start with this one. Did you know there's a fish called the bony-eared ass fish? It has the smallest brain-to-body ratio of all known vertebrae. Pat? Did not know that. (laughs) See, that made one more time. It's the bony-eared ass fish. Did you hear patfish? No, bony-eared ass fish. Oh! Oh, Smallest brain-to-body ratio. Who's the guy that names the fish? That's a good question. And how that's do you a, become that guy? That's a Is great it years question. of studying? Did they run out of names? Is that the scientific name? Where did they come up with that name? I don't know. Assfish. I, I don't know. I've been calling Pat that for like the past 10 years. I, I mean, is it rude that the first thing I thought of was Pat after no, I read that? No, it's accurate. I think it's a compliment. Might be. I don't know if any... Who would take that as a compliment? But yeah. And oh, now that, that he's lost great. all that weight, he's bony fin too. That's true. Yeah. Sixty. And he's got a small pounds, brain. He told me sixty. Yeah, that's, I believe it. Looks that's great. Fucking amazing. You look fantastic. You look there, great. Your, your little you're box still video. awful though. Can I can I just throw that out there? I've been gone for a while. Still terrible. Thank like you. Like you're not. You losing the weight does it make it better to look at you? <laughs> <laughs> just, just go look in the mirror, Pepe. You'll feel better. Trust me, I do every morning. I'm looking at me right now. Oh, wow. Christ, look at that chest. 
I gotta tell you, I got like a dozen really good fun facts, but I, I, I sticking with three. Mm-hmm. Got to save them for few future episodes. Right. Fun fact number two: Any of you guys ever get a bad case of the hiccups? Yes, my wife worse, but mm. yes. I got a solution for you. Oh, so the <laughs> best cure for a bad case of hiccups is a down. rectal massage. I was gonna say, is it butt stuff? I swear to God, it's butt stuff. Butt stuff <laughs> cures everything. Honey, let me tell you. Honey, I got the cure for you. Shine up that finger. Ryan, oh, you going double? Yeah, I got two double. up in the air. Yeah, no. Yeah. Otherwise, just told, yeah. told Why a lot of. It. If you're gonna do it, you go bigger, go right home. There. Listen, they're bad hiccups. We just learned. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man. I like. I want to know these, and these are the ones you went with. They're good. This they're is, really good. My wife was very excited about that one. As she would be. She she's, gets bad Right now she's hiccups. hiccuping in the other room. My, <laughs> <laughs> she gets fucking bad hiccups, let me tell you. Really bad. Did she like, give feel, you this fact? She, no, but she's excited about she's it. She goes through. a piece of paper across the table. Dave, I've got, actually got a fact for you. <laughs> huh? 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 <laughs> eh? She runs the gamut on hiccup cures. You know, she's like on her head, drinking milk through her nose while poking herself in the side, and a cat is like licking her, her face all at the same time. And all at the same time, just to try to get rid of the hiccups. I feel so bad. It, they sound painful. I'm fortunate I never get them. Yeah, yeah. I, I rarely do. I'm not hiccuping around you now. If you do, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> if I start hiccuping, I'm going to run. I'm going to run real quick. And while we're on Pat's sex life. Oh, God. Fun fact number three. Porcupines determine if they want to have sex by peeing on each other. How how is that determined? So if you don't get peed on, you have sex? Or if if you do get peed on? If I want to have sex with you, I pee on you. I mean, as in life. Oh, man. That's why that porcupine was peeing on me the other day. <laughs> Shit. I wow. have a friend, Ray. You know my friend, Ray. I do know your friend, Ray. Him and his lovely wife, they've been together now for 10 years, I believe. About 10 years. And the first time they showered together, he peed on her. As a joke. Yeah. Oh, I love that, man. And that takes some serious just... That's like, balls. Confidence, comfort level. Like, he knew it would be funny. And he wow. just peed. Most people worry oh. about farting in front of the next person. This guy just said, well, fuck that. Oh, maybe, maybe he wanted a little more than pee then. He's, right. I, he, well, he is part porcupine. But there you go. That is true. You know what I don't like about Ray? That's just side note. Every time I yawn next to him, he shoves his finger down my throat. And it's a gross finger. It's so gross. Well, his wife gets the hiccups a lot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, okay. That's fun. I've, I've missed the fun facts. Those fun are good. facts. Those were good Three fun facts. Really good fun facts. Those all Uber facts. Those were all brought to you by Uber facts, and I got to tell you, I've been fu- all right. So I'm going to give you guys a fourth one, just because you've been so good. Oh, bonus man. fact. Love a bonus, bonus fact. This is from WTF facts, and I've. What I've noticed about WTFX, they've brought some nice original stuff. Oh, and I've, Dave's cheating on Uber wow. facts. I've, I've you got to outsource, them. though. 
Yeah, no yeah. You know what? I need. I just need multiple sources. I told this one to Steph, and Steph was slightly against it, but I think it's oh, great. Wow. Oh, oh, this one wasn't vetted. This this was vetted and denied. It vetted and denied. It's still gonna make it. Wow. This one's a. This is probably because of in light of recent political blah blah blah. But I think she was looking too far into it. Okay, All so right. let's just do it. I'm right. excited. Syphilis didn't appear in Europe until after Christopher Columbus returned from his travels, with many believing that Columbus transmitted and spread the disease after he had sex with a llama. Okay. (laughs) Hang on. on. So Columbus sails the ocean blue, comes over. Well, the first thing he did is he peed on a porcupine, and the porcupine wasn't into it. Well, they, so there it is. It's really the porcupine's fault if you think about it. And there was the llama, just llama, nice looking animal though. They're cute. They're cute. Don't want to have sex with them so much, but and I don't want to be insensitive because it's a different time period. But like, Christopher Columbus was a captain of a ship, and mm-hmm. they their standards back then were a lot. Uh, that's true. Right, men, white males got to do a lot more than they should have been able to do. Mm. Why in the world did you go, nope, I'm not going to take advantage of any of that. I'm just going to go for the llama. Did you see what the llama was wearing? They don't They don't put that in the documentaries. You ever notice that? Yeah. You know what? I, I, didn't re- I don't remember sex. reading about that in Th- seventh grade history. So maybe we just have to reread it. Maybe. We Is that what the that statues part. are for? Is that why they're taking the statues down the llama sucks? It's the llama sex. See, yeah. we just uncovered it. We yeah. just uh, we thought it was just because he was a terrible person. That yeah, no, well, a lot of people, but it was because he fucked a llama. No, we can deal with that. Not llama uh, sex. Have you ever YouTubed llama llama duck? No, no, I've not. Do it. Just Should do, I do it, it right now. now? No, okay, no, I'll no. do it later. Do it in your free time. Everybody, everybody's listening. Google right. llama llama duck. I'm afraid. Man, well, that was a hoot. That was a hoot. Should we talk about some other stuff? Let's That's talk good. about some other stuff. We got a crazy fun show. So we decided that we think that a new format, good format, fun fam- format going forward is each of us are going to be positive contributors to the topic pool. And we're each going to bring our own topic to talk about. And there's nothing more fitting than my friend who's mourning to kick it <laughs> off. And talk da, about da, what da, he holds dearest to his heart. And we're not talking about his wife or children. No. We're talking no. about the Atlanta Braves. Pat, how are you feeling right now? Not good. And there you have it, folks. Pat, right, you're next. next. No. Thank you, David. No. <laughs> um, it, so it's hard. Uh, if we had this podcast yesterday, I would really not be doing good. Um, a little better today. Um, and just like every douchebag, just like I told Pepe when his Yankees went out and I give the whole, oh, you know, I know it sucks, but hey, you got a good young team and a lot of talent and right. Then everyone was telling me that yesterday and I was like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) All of you shut up. Yeah. Fuck you. And, and and I'll go to right. Being a Braves fan. Um, not being able to appreciate just because I was younger, but the Braves had three Cy Young winners in Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz, Hall of Fame Cy Young winners. 
uh, Hall of Fame player for 20 years on their team in third baseman Chipper Jones, arguably the greatest outfield defensive outfielder of all time in Andrew Jones, and probably mm-hmm. should be in the Hall of Fame, and a Hall of Fame manager in Bobby Cox, won 14 division titles and won one World Series. So you know that what? Hurts. That's great. Yeah. That they're young and talented. And I am right again today. I, I turned the corner a little bit. We're making some progress. But uh, yeah, that doesn't help me. And, and so the problem with the Braves this year, this year is a, it's one of those, if you're 29 teams that don't make it this year, you go, oh, whatever, 60 games, COVID. This was right. a messed up year. All the protocols, games being canceled, seven-inning doubleheaders, universal DH announced like a week before the season might have been nice to know that you know november although the braves kind of fared okay with that they did they did they did don't get me wrong they did um agreed but but again right i mean you sure it's a um, wacky season it was a wacky season so and then as a braves fan right we in game uh, or at the very beginning of the season we saw mike soroka who was uh, top five Cy Young Award winner last year go down with a freak Achilles injury. And right then and there, you're kind of like, well, this is not a good, it's not going to, it's it's not the year. And even though it didn't seem like the year, they still ended up getting the two seed. They had horrible starting pitching, but they had some guys really towards the end step it up. And then they go on a playoff run that they have not won a series in 19 years and finally win a series. So the first one, though, is kind of weird because I honestly, I had the Reds over the Braves in that first series. I just thought that team was, that the Reds, especially in a three-game series, but I thought the Reds were dangerous. Their lineup just never clicked the way I thought they would. I think they have a lot of talent. I think that's a team in 162 games maybe would have fared better. But I, it, that first playoff game was pretty awesome. Bauer versus Freed, 13 innings, 12 yeah. innings, straight innings, no runs. The Braves had like four times in like the eighth inning on where they had a runner at third less than two out against them. And just every pitcher who came in. If the Reds win that game... Does the series end differently? Changes everything. It might. And that's right. I mean, that's baseball. But even if they win game two, it's Kyle Wright versus Sonny Gray. And I know how Kyle Wright looked against the Marlins, but I also know how Kyle Wright looked against the Dodgers, which we can get to that. Is um, Kyle Wright the guy with the amazing changeup? No. That's Ian that's Anderson. That's Ian Anderson. That, I wanted to, I could just watch that changeup yep. all day. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get to him. Um <laughs> I'm just going to, I'll be right back. I'm going to go for a half hour run. Yeah. All right. And then I'll come back. <laughs> I'm going to just do some push-ups. It won't be that long. <laughs> um, but uh, no, so that's not him. Kyle Wright is uh, a lot of talent. Another Vanderbilt pitcher has all the stuff in the world, just has not been able to consistently put it together. Fifth overall pick two years ago. But anyway, so they end up being the Reds, which is pretty awesome. Gave up a total of one run. Um, won the first game walk-off in 13 innings. And then they get the Marlins. Right, I, I try to be as real as possible with expectations for the Braves. I'm feeling pretty good going against the Marlins. Like, what the fuck are the Marlins doing there? I get yeah, it. was it. pretty good. They played yeah. all right, but I was come excited. on. Come on. Yep. And, and you know what? The Marlins 
have some talent, and they they're yeah. way too early. Red Sox um, had some talent too. Yeah, no, not really. Yeah, Mark, they had some, Martin Perez they had is some great. talent. Yeah, Mookie Bet. Ba- oh, uh, we'll get to that. The Red Sox cost the Braves chance of the World Series. Just like guys, <laughs> thanks a lot, no. assholes. Jeter oh yeah, Downs. that's trading Jeter Downs. Although, like outside of a, some defensive gems, Mookie wasn't a huge impact in that. No, series. but those defensive gems were. They were pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, when it comes down to a game seven and yeah. it's, they lose by one run, those defensive gems had some impact. Yep. Yeah. And I'll, I'll argue game five, he also changed that game too. But yeah, yeah he, so, he does that. So the, the Marlins series went really well. Kyle Wright went six innings, no runs. Um, they didn't, they only, only Max Freed gave up runs, which was pretty awesome, right? And, uh, Chris Martin, their best starting pitcher and best reliever, are the only two people that gave up a run that series. They went three of five games without with only allowing. Oh, their pi- their pitching. No, 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 was... no, no, no. I'm sorry because they they shut out the Reds, so they went four yeah. or five for their first five games without giving up a run, which is bananas. Yeah. So especially when you had said that their starting pitching was their biggest question mark going in, right? It, Offense it, it, was un- incredible. Yeah, and unfortunately, bullpen was amazing. Yes. Yep. And, and let's just be honest. This was Max Fried's fault. It definitely was. Yeah. I blame no. him for this loss. As you should. He's a bum. For, for which they should loss? trade him. I Pay actually blame Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh, he's a side. That actually that. is something you could do. I mean, they took the. Argue, honestly, they took the best team in baseball to seven games. They had yeah. the advantage. It hurts. Without I get their it. best pitcher. You're, from your perspective, I'd be pissed off as fuck. From my neutral, objective perspective, I mean, I was rooting for the Braves. You know that. I thought they were the funnest team. I, I really wanted them to win. Tampa Bay is fun, too. Uh, I'm not a huge Dodgers fan, but smart organization. They draft and develop oh, they well, do. and the, God, they have a lot of money. The, the difference with the Dodgers is is they have a lot of money, but they also do the other things well. So it bolds really well for them, right? Buy, buy players. They buy yeah. players well. The, well, they buy players well, like like Mookie, like uh, David Price, and but they also retain players well, like mm-hmm. we'll say like Mookie, like uh, Clay and Kershaw, like all the other good players that they probably will have that will hit free agency that they want to keep. And but then they get Max Muncie off the scrap heap. They get Justin, Justin Turner, Turner uh, that was a Mets utility player that is right has been one of the better third basemen in the last five to ten years so again they do a really good job my problem was this the braves uh, i'll say this if the braves have mike soroka there i we're not doing this podcast right now because i am watching the braves in game one of the world series um i'll give you that yeah my, my other problem is it's soroka's fault it, it's that fucking Achilles. i blame soroka my my other problem Let's is see. this as much as as much as you're right, if you told me when Soroka's Wait, Achilles went down, one more, one um, more time, one more time, one as more. much for, as you for are the fans. correct, for the fans, as, as when Soroka's Achilles went down, if you told me that the Braves were going to take the Dodgers to Game Seven of the NLCS, I would sign up for that and say that's a huge success. Not then, when, not when you're up three games to one. No, not no, when that you blows. have Max Fried and Ian Anderson, your two pitchers you count on on full rest. Yeah. That's that's the problem. The problem is the percentages were for the Braves, like they have been in the past 20 years at times, 
and they still find a way to lose. Mm-hmm. That they win game one. Game one was awesome. Uh, pitching duel versus Bueller, uh, Kershaw. Riley hits a home run in the ninth to break it two yeah. to one, and they keep going. So that was great. Game two, they did awesome. Uh, knocked out the their starting pitcher Goslin early. Ended up only winning eight to seven because the bats of LA exploded. And if you watch the Fox post game, David Ortiz and A Rod acted like the Dodgers won because they scored like four runs in the ninth. As much as I like, as annoying as that was. They come back the next inning in the first inning of game three and score 11 runs. Yeah. Which was almost comical at that point because it's yeah, like, Yeah, that was right. just bananas. Yep. Mostly yeah. because at DFS, I stacked the fucking Braves oh, and I, I sent it to you and I was I like, know. Pat, feeling good about this. Yeah. Five I minutes know. into the first inning, I'm like, not feeling good about this anymore. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so it's your fault. And, that was your fault. I think I did it. Yeah. So, so if you look at the Braves uh, at that point, if you look at the Braves last two losses in the playoffs because before that they won seven in a row Mm -hmm. so if you look at the at that point the first two losses by the braves they gave up a combined 21 runs in the first inning that's 21 it's a crazy number yep they're both records so the the only difference for this game is is it actually was helpful Uh, it, it besides the losing part but i'll say it was helpful to be losing so quick so early and I, right, this isn't revisionist history. This is, I said this all along. It was insane to have a seven-game series with no off days. Yes. Yeah, e- of course. Even if you don't want to do the traditional 2-3-2, two, two, at least throw an off day after game three or really four. really amazed that they did that. Is it just because we're so late in the year? It, it, it's because MLB... The Players Association, the Players Union said that they would go later in the year, no problems. MLB was so afraid that the second wave of COVID was going to hit. Like, right, I mean, uh, so things are going to get shut down and why would they be, be unplayable? Afraid of that? The country's doing great. But this is in July, right? So th- they were so afraid that they wanted to make sure that the season still ended the same time. Because, again, the revenue for the owners comes from the playoffs. Mm. Which, hey, they got two game sevens. Not not to my liking. But um, <laughs> so, so game three was good in the fact, though, at least that they knew they lost. So they could kind of reset the bullpen. And then game four. Right, game four. And I think that those it's game four in the fact that they were a 3-1 lead and had an 80-something percent chance just based on pure statistics to win the series at that point. You have Bryce Wilson, who had a total of two starts, pitched against the Yankees and got bombed. I don't know if you remember that, Pepe. I remember every game the Yankees bombed the Braves. Yeah. Every one of them. I write them down in my diary. Yeah, I bet you do. But Bryce Wilson just, uh, he's he's been one of those guys, he's a former top prospect, Right, one of those guys, he, he does well in AAA, but just has never really shown much in the majors. Kind of like me in my professional career. That's, yeah, I was going to go. like that, a mirror. That's, that's a, a good mirror. comp. We yeah. all thought that. Um, he yeah. has a lot more hair, though. Sorry. Um, that was a low blow. Wow, man. that was but he harsh. Well, Can you believe that? Only, Can we take right? a second? We're, we're, that was hurtful. That was hurtful. If we're doing a fair comp. 
No. We're doing a fair comp. That Why is do hurtful. we have to bring hair into this? What does that Chris, have to do with a got, athletic has, performance? As a fellow, as a a nice fellow brother down. of the scalp, I take offense to that, <laughs> okay. and I don't feel like that was fair. I think you should apologize. Ask me if I care. Anyway, <laughs> so, to Kate, me... Your head is nicely Pat round. Pat in mourning is just not a nice yeah. person. To, Listen, so... none of us broke Mike Soroka's Achilles. None of us told Dansby Swanson to run home and yeah, Austin Riley to not figure out if he was supposed to go to third. Do I, not I come at hair. Do not yeah. come at hair, young man. We rooted for us. the Braves. We all rooted for the Braves for you. We did. Mainly because if they had won, we would have made fun of you because it was a fake season. But we also rooted that for you. That was coming. That, that was, was coming. Also, we, we, are, which, we all talked about it. We we're all going to get shirts. It's, it's totally, that was hurtful. I was so ready for it. And I'm you glad they lost. Pat would have taken it. It doesn't oh, matter. I would have been so happy. I would not have cared <laughs> one bit. Nobody I, told it, Ronald Acuna Jr. to do his best impression of Billy Joe Robodeau out there. Nobody. <laughs> a nice Billy Joe Robodeau a, a reference. I like that. Or Harold um, Baines. Nobody said, hey, Ronald Acuna. If no, you want to be a Harold Hall of Baines Famer, is in the Hall of Fame. Hit like Harold Baines. Yeah. Just be, just be. I don't know that Acuna can be Baines. That's right. He's but... a young kid. Was he twenty? Twenty-two. Oh, um, oh, he's, he's twenty-two. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was. He's older than that. Juan Soto, just so you know. He is by year. Ugh. Yeah. Trade him. But go ahead. Game no. four was. Let's crazy keep getting Pat on tangents because <laughs> Kershaw never lost the Braves in a playoff. Actually, never lost at all playoffs and regular season to the Braves. And the Braves have this guy that, like, honestly, he's literally pitching because they just don't have anyone. I, I think it's going to be interesting, <laughs> some of the players that come from the alternate site. I think some of these guys, it actually might really help them. Because you're not going in a minor league season and trying to produce stats. You know, you're. it's really all about going in for the people that, w the prospects that were at the alternate sites. They actually could work on some stuff. And, uh, right, I heard all that BS about Kyle Wright and Bryce Wilson, and for the most part, it actually, right, I actually saw some things. So I'm wondering other organizations, too, if you might see some of those prospects actually be better for it, the ones at least that went there. But anyway, long story short, I knew the Braves were going to lose game four. They did not. Bryce Wilson gave up one hit in six innings, outdueled Kershaw. We win that game. We're up 3-1, to one, and we're going to the World Series. I right, I had uh, the ticket punched. It yep. was there. I was like, this is the team of destiny. I text that multiple times. Yep. Like they had everything going for them for the Cinderella story. Yep. It was them. And, and then it was game five. They pitch AJ Mintner. Uh, last time he started a game was at Texas A&M in 2015. And he's been a really good reliever. And he goes three innings, seven Ks, one hit. And the Braves have two runs, one in each. And I'm like, this is it. Like, it's going to happen. And then it started to happen. And for one game, I, right, it was like, all right, whatever. But it just kept happening. And again, this is where Mookie Betts changes the series. Because you had second and third, one out. And Mookie Betts makes an incredible running in catch. Thank you, Red Sox fans, for being idiots. And then Marcelo Zuna inexplicably doesn't tag up. He thought he did, but he just left like real. It wasn't even close. It wasn't like Zuna oh, just needs maybe. to stick to hitting dongs. Yes. No oh, defense. Yes. Don't get on base. No running. Just yeah. hit big dongs. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm 100% with you. So that 
that was a rally killer right there. I mean, Dansby hits it a foot less, and it's a single anyway, and we get a run. If Ozuna tags up correctly, it's probably still a run. And then, not only that, the next batter for the uh, for the Dodgers, Corey Seager, just hits a home run. So it was a two-run swing in just a blink of an eye. And then that game didn't go well. And then game six, Max Fried, second and third batter, gives up home run after home run. And Max Fried pitched great after that, but they still lost 3-1 to one by giving up yeah. three runs. Yeah. And then game seven, I'm not feeling too great. And then it goes walk, walk, single. And then I'm feeling real. I'm feeling better. And then it that game just had right. It, it was it was fine. If you cost yourself a World Series, a lot of times it comes to a stupid play like second and third, no outs, and you hit into a double play. The worst double play. It's that it was absolutely it's so terrible. And, and at that, literally at that moment, is when I was like, "We're gonna yeah. lose this game." Yeah. The only and, thing Riley that's a do shitty that. feeling too. As a sports fan, any sports fan out there knows they watch their team get that close. Unless, unless it, you're you're a Browns fan, yeah, or a Jets it, fan. That's funny. You probably <laughs> don't know what that feels like. No, no, because they've never gone there. But it it was it was awful because even though they were still winning it just felt like and, and actually they never got hit after that they had one oh, walk really? that was it yeah so like the it was got sucked right it, out of them yeah it wasn't me like trying to be a debbie downer like it yeah. it really did feel like they lost on that play yeah so for those not watching it was second they already they just took the lead on a riley single Mm-hmm. And then a pass ball, because I was afraid Marcakis was going to hit in double play because he tends to hit ground balls to second base. And he's not super fast. So I'm like, all right, pass ball, this is great, second and third. And then the defense played back. So this is where I will, I know people are killing Dansby, but I will give him a little bit because the defense was playing back. So basically, right, and Dansby's fast. Dansby is a good runner. <laughs> which right. is why this also hurts. Basically, the only person playing like halfway was Turner, and that's because he was covering the whole left side of the infield. If if Marquez hits the ball five feet left or right, two runs score, and the Braves are going the World Series, most Agreed. likely. It's not but Dansby's fault. Yeah, so Dansby gets caught in the rundown. But why Austin Riley what went to third? What are you doing? Then went to second, then went so, back to third. Only thing you can't do. Unbelievable. So only thing you can't do. Lost go to third fact, or go to second. Who lost gives in the shit? fact Marquez should have went to second. Even that was not good. He only ended up on first. But if they stay. Well, he probably ended up on first because Austin Riley's being a fucking idiot. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Because I, I mean, Austin they, Riley's yeah. like, I don't know where to go. Should I go awful. to third? Well, that Absolutely makes awful. significantly more sense. Just, He's been playing baseball his entire life. You should some, know yeah. at least get to third. Somehow it was second and third, no outs, and then it became man on first, two outs. Wow, that was shouldn't actually have, not the clip I was looking for. Shouldn't have talked about his hair, huh, Patty? <laughs> I hate you. Don't worry, he's going to have some hiccups later. 
So you can really get him. Is this the clip that I was looking for? <laughs> we just uh, tried to get the greatest hit. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Ah! Is it? Wow. We need a producer. No, it was the same one. It was the same one. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on, let me do it again. Maybe it's like uh, <laughs> Senor Bellinger. <laughs> let me see if I can get the Aaron Boone clip up. Oh, this you want that? Is that funny. what you want? This is funny. Should have talked about his hairline. And then, that, That's what yeah. did it. I've been waiting. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, you know. Then Mookie oh, so steals a home run from Freeman. That yeah. would have also led to the game being tied and yeah. being going in the ninth. Mookie also saved a double from Ozuna the night before in a 3-1 game. That could have been a difference maker. So thank you, Red Sox, for trading Mookie to the Dodgers because you guys are cheap. I drove, we drove home that night, and I threw my Grady Little signed hat out the window. I think we talked I'm about this. So mad. The Red Sox also threw Grady Little out the window. <laughs> they took him right they out sure him out the window. Did. Yeah. No one's they seen sure him again. Did. No. It's like Jimmy Hoffa. Man. So. Well, at least at least you kept it succinct. Anybody who missed the NLCS just got a nice yeah. recap. Yeah. I will tell you, Pat, if I, that one hurt. I, I can certainly, yeah, I can yeah. feel your pain on that one. I don't give a shit who you are. And I totally mm-hmm. respect like after the game, nobody wants to hear that. Well, they have great promise and they can do it next year. Cause you know, in baseball, you've seen plenty yeah. of teams. Yeah. There, it, there's a lot more than just going into the season with a ton of talent. Yeah. Now you got 162 <laughs> game season ahead of you. You need your starting pitchers. Yep. Maybe, maybe you sign Trevor Bauer. I don't know. Yeah, that that's definitely been, and they have money coming off the books. Cole Hamels and his two and two thirds in against the Orioles for eighteen million didn't work out. That <laughs> did not um, work out. Melanson, as much as I love Melanson, he's getting yeah. paid like fifteen million. To- I could tape a piece of spaghetti to my left arm and throw better than Cole Hamels can right now. Yeah, not just not good. Um, I think but, could, so, so the Braves have money coming off the books. Honestly, the, the the takeaway I have right now that is positive, not the like, oh, you guys are too great, you know, because you choked, <laughs> is I, I can at least take some solace in the fact that Ian Anderson was an absolute monster. His his fastball changeup combo. Oh, it's is, amazing. And, and even, right, I, I've, I've been reading. You just, know what that pitch is? That pitch is pure sex. It's just pure sex. That changeup is something incredible. It, it, re- it really, I mean, and he had, that's yeah. my analysis. And, and he throws it in any count in a right watch pitching ninja, right? Pitching ninja is awesome. But you, that it, it's just almost impossible for the hitters to figure out which one it is. And so with a 96 mile per hour fastball and 88 mile per hour changeup, it's just, they can't figure it out. I mean, he didn't give up a run until the third inning of game seven of the NLCS that's a guy in and he's rookie eligible so he's going to be a front runner for the rookie of the year next year and then christian pache became one of four rookies in the uh 
playoffs to have four straight games with an RBI. He hit a home run. He robbed a home run. His, uh, I don't know how much. He's like a young Gary Sanchez. Stop it. Oh my God. Not even close. Um, I don't know how much you guys watched, but Pache never threw out a runner, but he made plays that people would not throw very close. I was very, I mean, I, I have always, I've been pretty high on him, but I was very happy with what happened. That is a hell of a horseshoe player. I've heard about Christian Pache for like the last 10 years. Dude, we saw him. I know we did. He came to life. We saw him in single A. Yeah, we did. Yeah, you guys will with, always uh, have that. You'll always have that moment together. Uh, it was a good Gam- moment. That was Gamboa. a good trip. Gamboa, Ar- Archimedes Gamboa. Shortstop for the Phillies. I'm still watching you, Gamboa. That's one of the best names in baseball, right there. Archimedes Gamboa. Oh yeah, it was great. And with the second he knew that he could hear me, oh, yeah. I had him. I that had that little shit. Yeah, that was a mistake. You know, so obviously, I want the Yankees to win. Right. When the Yankees got knocked out, I I thought to myself, I really want the Braves to win. And very rarely in our friend group do we all rally around Pat. And this was the moment where every one of us was like, you know what, fuck it, he deserves the Genuinely. Fight. Genuinely we all wanted rooting him for to the get Braves. There. I and did then, too. And then they just laid a fucking egg. It it was like the only way to salvage 2020 for me yeah yeah that's what it was yeah are you still trying to play <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> wow god god yeah the same one And now that we're done rallying around you, we can go back to being your close friends. Yeah, you dumb dummy. I'll tell you what, Dave. When you're at work one day, I'm going to come home and ruin your desk. <laughs> He's taking just, all of the Calvin and I can just picture you just shoving the books over and fuck yeah. you, Dave. He's going to pee on all your Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, God. Oh, that's funny. Well, that was... Pat, do you feel better at least? Do you feel like you exercised... Your demons no. a little bit. No, nope. not at all. There's no not fucking way. No, nope. he's now pissed off. Yeah. Nah. I, 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 I think the problem is I look at last year, and I honestly think they could have won it all. And oh, I look God, at yeah. this year, and the Rays are very good. Right, zero zero game in the fourth right now, but the Rays lineup does not scare me. Not at all. And especially after facing the Dodgers lineup that grinds out at bats. Right, and they were very close to beating them. I, I, I honestly believe, and this not being a homer, that the Braves are better than Tampa. I think the Dodgers are better than the Braves, but I think the Braves had it. And again, I think it's Tampa, Atlanta is closer than Dodgers, Atlanta, uh, Dodgers, Tampa. But I, I think the Braves win the World Series, and I hmm. thought that last year too because they owned the Nationals and they. Yeah. Blew it against the Cardinals. So I, I for two years after watching a lot of s- above average to bad baseball for the last ten to twelve years, I literally thought they had a chance to win. And again, right, that's kind of how we opened it. And Dave, you pointed it out: is you don't know what's next year isn't guaranteed. 
It might look good on paper, and it might happen, but it's by no way is it guaranteed. So Baseball's I, a long grind, man. Yeah. So yeah. when you have a shot like that, <clears throat> and you blow it on a horrible base running mistake or giving up a 10 runs in the first inning of an elimination game, yeah, I just want the pain to go away. One day. Well, there you have it, I feel if like you want to send your him. support to Pat Cullen, email yeah. us or tweet us at middleagesportspod.com. Tell him how much you I, want. Uh, I feel like we should charge you like 100 bucks an hour for this. Yeah, yes. this is a very, this is definitely yeah. a therapy so, session. So you can play Cody, Cody Bellinger yeah. just hitting home runs? <laughs> just, so I'm, I'm feel, not paying Pat. for that. Like that's how, that how we get the pain out. You just, you face it. Right. You no. just you face it head on. I I, I will just... say this. I will say, which I'm not, which I don't. That 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 do. bat flip was sexy as fuck. No, fuck oh. you. I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, I I will say though, I watched the celebration at least for a solid minute, because the Dodgers deserve to win it, and I mm-hmm. took it, and it really hurt. Did you <laughs> but... stand up and clap? Let me ask Did you a you question. Clap? Were you drinking at all? While watching this? I was. So Long drinks. Zero what I found is like one of the most painful things to like watch because I've definitely God seen my it. team lose. What? Patrick. What Pat, are you okay? Cody Bellinger oh. just hit a two-run homer. <laughs> Dude, play that clip again. <laughs> I hope he pops out his shoulder again. Hey, don't say that. He's on my team next year. He also, he looks high as fuck. Yeah, he's probably high. Oh, he did the toe tap. Because he he doesn't want to break his shoulder. I hope he breaks his foot. Wow. Dave, how does that make make you feel? How does this clip make you feel? What was I going to talk about? I was trying to... Oh, what I was going to say is one of the worst things is you lose that game, your team's out, and you wake up with a fucking hangover, and you got to go to work, and you're at work, and you're hungover, and you're pissed off. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. a terrible day. So uh, so the way I had it is playoff baseball, and because I am doing keto, so I'm not just going to pound beers, I drank so much water. Thankfully, Smart. there are inning right there's change of innings because i probably pissed like seven or eight times <laughs> yeah right game seven going to the world series potentially i i splurged a little bit i started with water and then i had a water cup with a brave with one certain braves cup with water and another certain braves cup with long drink and i was chugging the shit out of them I, I like I, my. I would like to see what my heart rate was the entire game, because literally from start to finish. Oh, I, bet. Yeah. I would like to see it for the whole day, because we know that that was an anxious day. I was pretty good. Um, for surprisingly, and what sucks is it was an eight o'clock game, right? So they lost at eight p.m. on Saturday, but the boys had soccer in the morning. I was good until about five, mm. and then it started to sink in that okay, it's it's pretty close. Then it ended. Well, I was going to talk about my depressing weekend in DFS, but I just can't after that. I'm just already yeah. too depressed for you. I'm going to have to Sad. go watch that Bellinger clip again just to cheer myself up. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I'll be over in a half hour. 
<laughs> yeah, start hiccuping. The only reason now. why it's a half hour is because that's how long it takes me to get to your house. Yeah. Start yeah. if you start hiccuping now, you can get a real good case going. Right before you get there. My neighbor has llamas. <laughs> and porcupines. And porcupines. It's, it's amazing. It's nice. It's great. And Christopher so Columbus. Llama pee on a porcupine? I'll, I'll tell Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger has like three hits the entire postseason. He does. And he had a shitty season, too. Overall. Yeah. Well, two pitches before he hit the home run, I remember thinking to myself, it must be nice for the reigning MVP to be bang six in your lineup. Yeah. It's not terrible. Oh, it? they got a pretty sick lineup. It's kind of disgusting. Yeah. 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 yeah oh, you got a righty in? We'll just throw Jack Peterson in at the fucking eight hole. Yeah. Well, and then, right, so we got a lefty. Uh, they bring in a lefty, which we did, and they pinch hit Peterson for Kiki Hernandez, and he hits the game-tying home run. You know who the Braves were bringing off the bench? Pablo Sandoval. You know what? <laughs> Nobody else to blame but themselves on that one. Two of, the biggest, two of the biggest at-bats in game one were Pablo Sandoval and Charlie Culberson, who had almost as many appearances as a pitcher this year than as a hitter. I will say, as much as I loved Pache getting some time, Adam Duvall being hurt sucked. Um, he's a really good story this year. And he had a really good year. He's good this year. Yeah, and he's a guy that can turn around a game. So that hurt a little more, too. Yeah. Tell me that Pablo didn't look like they called him up and he was sitting on his couch with a bag of Fritos on his stomach. 100%. And, 100%. I'm and not Mountain sure Dew. that... I'm not 100% sure that he does not play in our Friday Night Softball League. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he plays on one of those teams. I don't and he's it. not good there either. You no. know who's doing pretty well? Pablo Sandoval, because he's yeah. got a lot of Thank money. Thank you, Boston. He's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of rings. Yeah, he's got yeah. a lot of rings. He's lived. I mean, we're all making fun of him. He's yeah. the one laughing. Well, yeah. and the only thing is, uh, right, my hope was is the guy hits in the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking like it's a, and actually his first at bat, the biggest at bat he had, he got hit by the pitch, hit him in the gut, didn't even feel it. Um, <laughs> that belt was holding out for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that <laughs> exploding belt? Oh, oh man. man! Oh poor Pablo. I gotta tell you, folks, when we started off today, if you were gonna tell me we're gonna talk about forty minutes about the Braves, forty minutes of Braves talk. Now I actually would have believed you. Can we get a note? Should... Triple oh. A Braves. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Good. But if you can just break down all the prospects of the Braves system, yeah. I can do that. Give us, give us your pat ratings. I can do that. <laughs> I give that player four pats. Four pats. Four pats <laughs> for that player. Four and a half pats with an upside of five. Boys, future value. I I always stick to the twenty eighty scale. Oh God. I will say uh, this. I one of the things that I've liked about. Uh, one of the things I found in the postseason, the umpire scorecard Twitter <laughs> thing is pretty cool. I yeah. very much enjoy that. Yeah, it, it finally we got concrete evidence showing why they suck. Yeah, and why Pat Holberg, I believe is his name, is actually a really good umpire. And the fact that he's not in the World Series is stupid. But yeah. Scientific evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I enjoy that. I bet the commissioner doesn't believe in global warming. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a hope. well, that's, I will, I, the last thing I want to say about baseball is I will, 
I am I've been become less of a baseball fan over the past few years. I think that a lot of it has to do with seeing the Reds. Like after 2004 was never the same for me with the Red Sox. It just really wasn't. It was just way too much of a build up and then a finale and then like after that we've seen, I've seen World Series. It's super fun, but you know, I I've, I've kind of transferred my sports passions over to football a lot. And I really actually, it's just fun to watch games objectively and enjoy the talented players and be able to say, you know what, I am going to root for the Braves because they're a lot of fun and they got a ton of talent. And Must you know, be nice. Uh, so my question for that It's really be, stressful to be a fan. Yeah, like, well, well, my question for you would be, do you think you like baseball less because being a Boston fan, you can gravitate to basically every other sport and your team's somewhat successful? Yeah. Right? So, like, the Patriots have been good forever. Yep. The Celtics, you know, they go up and down, but right now they're they're out, they're doing very They're always well. in contention. Yeah. The sure. Bruins, I don't think any of us would – I mean, Pat's kind of a, a hockey yeah. fan. No, I, yeah, the, Pat, the, the Bruins have been good for a, yeah, but a they've while. Been good. They won a cup this decade. Yeah. yeah. Do you think if, if they weren't and the Red Sox, you know, were somewhat in it, would you grab? You'd gravitate back to that, right? I think, but a it's kind of like it, an embarrassment of riches. It is. I think actually, truthfully, a lot of it has to do with life and just the amount of time that I have. Right. Football, I can watch. It's once a week. I can read about it. I can follow it. I can know what's going on. Baseball, I, I just can't keep up anymore. And watching a singular game for me doesn't have the allure that it had yeah. 10, 15 years ago. I mean, like the 2004 season, 2003, 2002, 2000, I mean, I probably watched 90% of the games. Yeah. Me like too. there was a time where every single night after work, eat dinner, watch the Red Sox. Like that's what right. I did. And it was awesome. And I just think life kind of changed that. Like baseball is a huge grind commitment, even the playoffs. Basketball too. Like I don't watch every game. I love going to games. I like watching the playoffs. But I can't fucking sit there and watch a three-hour game every single no, night. No, you can't do it. Or four nights a week. It's just too I do much. It. No, I know you do it. I can gamble to... on it. At, I at can... your wedding, you had the Braves on, like in the back. Like you had a your phone. You're saying your vows, but you're also watching <laughs> Freddie Freeman. I'm surprised I didn't. I feel like yeah, I no, it, it we're really we're all upset. actually surprised at that yeah. one. It was you probably remember the you know Patriots why? had a Thursday night game and Jimmy Garoppolo was playing. I think it was probably because it, Tommy all Tommy from Western Mass was supposed to bring you the phone. That and then makes he a lot your of sense. Wedding. No, I'll be. I, I didn't miss it. You just came extremely. No, late. you missed the actual wedding. Tommy, you missed oh, the, the wedding. Yeah. Tommy, you missed Pat's wedding. Our friend Tommy, because because he's listening, but the other people who are listening don't know who Tommy is. There's no other we people just listening. Like, Tave, come the on. Who the hell's listening? <laughs> The There's guy in Ireland? Listen, Are we talking the last to... episode had 28 listens. The one before oh. had 42. Oh, that's so pretty suck good. suck it, Trebek. Oh. There's people that like us. Well, they know who Tommy is. At least that's Western what I'm telling myself. They're most likely going on, listening to it for 45 seconds, going, what the fuck is this crap? And then just turning it off. That's, that's probably it. That's why we need that's to do videos so you can see If there are any Braves fans, someone might... Stick I'm, actually, I think that like the only people that listen to us are probably Braves fans. I really if, do. If you guys want to turn this into a Braves podcast, I'm oh, God. down. Fucking God, just kill me. What? But just, we yeah, talked no, about it, them for 50 in, minutes. In fairness, it will literally just is? be it will be happiness in the regular season, then we're pure still, misery. We're still talking about the Braves. Oh, God. Dave, what do you want to talk about? I was... <laughs> 
So that was kind of my segue. We were talking about sports. So I think that the other thing outside of time was that I play more fantasy now than I ever have. For the past almost six years, I think I've played daily fantasy sports regularly. And I think it's really completely changed my perspective on sports, whereas I enjoy them more now through a fantasy lens than I do a fan, as a fan's perspective. I care more right. about watching individual players and the outcomes of games than I do what, like actually following as a fan. And, and that that's the biggest difference for me. I spent all of Sunday. The, the, the Patriots looked like garbage, right? I'm a Patriots fan. They didn't look like garbage, but they looked like and actually I think Belichick said two things. They didn't practice and they don't have any real talent on wide receiver. Damian Bird was their target leader. Who the fuck's Damian Bird? Damian Bird's like on his third team. He's a speedster. He's the kind of guy who can get separation. And right now nobody else in the Patriots can get separation. Don't fucking care. What I do care about is that I played Cam Newton and he only got me 20 fucking fantasy points. And that was goddamn lucky that he got me that because he was bad. Did you know he has one passing touchdown this year? No shit. One. I'm not overly surprised, but I I would have guessed more. He scored a bunch, but he's got one. And I'm not even beating on Cam. He's got fucking nobody to throw to. He's got nobody to throw to. He really doesn't. Like, Julian Edelman's beat up. He's got bad knees. Nikhil Harry couldn't... I could cover Nikhil Harry. He couldn't get separation from me. And... It just blows my mind because there was so much talent at wide receiver in that draft. And once again, we draft a wide receiver that sucks. Really annoying. Uh-huh. But that's not why I'm mad. <laughs> I played Cam. Do you want to know why I'm mad? No, we know no. why you're mad. You just spent 50 minutes know. telling us why you're we mad. All, we all know why but you're if, mad. If you need more time. <laughs> I'm telling wow. you why I'm mad. Wow. I've been playing Daily Fantasy for seven years. I love Daily Fantasy. I love the challenge. And here is my weekend every single week. It's pure torture. I don't recommend it for anybody. But Friday, I start researching. I read through. I follow these guys. It's called, The website's called One Week Season. The guy's phenomenal. He watches all kinds of game. He breaks down every game. He, he talks about coaching tendencies and all this stuff. I find it truly fascinating. It takes me hours to read through every game. Then I go from there and I start looking at some other things and some statistics. I look at, I go to VegasInsider.com. I look at where the spread is, how it's moved, who's betting what, where is it moving to. And then come Saturday, I'm looking at what are projected ownership levels for players. And then from there, I try to build my team based off of what the projected owners are. So I'm going to give you a perfect example of where I did well and then where I did fucking poorly. And it's been every single week this year. This is the torture of my life. I get so excited. I put a bunch of different teams together. I feel really confident about it. I'm like, I got it. I got the angles. I'm doing all this. And Sunday, the games start. And then like fucking 10 minutes in, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and by the end of the day, I'm depressed and I feel terrible. And then Monday is work. And I'm like, I wake up and I don't want to go to work. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then by the end of the day, Monday, I'm like, all right, I'm over it. Just like Pat just like pat with the braves i'm over it i'm ready i'm I'm better i'm on to cincinnati guys i'm on to week seven but anyway so i was on so a couple a couple quick games this weekend there is you know so you look at for the higher over unders you're looking for the games that's gonna be a shitload of scoring so atlanta and minnesota was supposed to be a ton of scoring suppose and it ended up being a ton of scoring just not the way people wanted because atlanta had played like garbage the past two weeks 
The only Georgia team to win a game this weekend. Great. Well, and <laughs> Minnesota, everybody was favoring Minnesota. So the industry has like some really top sites that project out what players are going to be owned the most in DFS tournaments. They do it based off a whole wide range of things, and they're usually pretty accurate. I mean, it's not exact, like it's not 35%, but it might be 30 It's what they're saying is guys will be high owned. So I looked at that game, and Alexander Madison was starting for Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook was out hurt. Alexander Madison has fantastic stats. He has actually had the, average, the same average yards per carry as Dalvin Cook. But as soon as he starts, kind of a different story. But the industry was on him. Everybody was playing Alexander Madison. Everybody was playing Adam Thielen because Adam Thielen has been a monster this year. So th game theory says that when you have those two players on a team that is projected to score a lot of points and everybody's going to be on him, you need to find the alternative route. Because guess what? Those two players only have about a 30% chance of really smashing. 70% chance of failure. But if the majority of people are on them and they fail, that's a bonus for you. So I played Justin Jefferson, who, by the way, is the highest graded rookie wide receiver in football this year. And he scored 40 points. I was about to say, he was awesome. I had him on every, not every team, most of my teams. Wonderful. I played Cam. He got me 20. Not great but fine. Cam is always a guy who'll get you 18 or 35, and you're not quite sure. It all depends on if he falls into the end zone himself, usually. But he's a great player to play because his ceiling is so high. Had him, had some Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was a coin flip because here's the thing. Derrick Henry earlier this year ran 25 times in a game, scored nine fantasy points. Because Derrick Henry's touchdown dependent. If he doesn't fall into the end zone twice, he never pays off his high salary in daily fantasy. I know this is all super interesting. I I, I would argue that if he only got one touchdown this week, he it, probably I, still would have paid off. Not in daily fantasy, no, because his salary really? was too high. Yes, it, he right. had to score. He had to do what he did to be worth the spend. I could go into a whole thing about that, but. The reality is, is that yeah, I understand your concept for for his ownership, Pat. That's the yep. big thing. So he was projected to be the highest owned player for value because he was good. He was in a smash spot against Texans. They can't stop shit. People run and all they, over, and him. they didn't. And no, that ninety four <laughs> touchdown, that ninety four yard touchdown run by a two hundred and thirty pound monster is he's he blows me away every time he does that. You never, you're like, all right, he's not going to do that again, and then he fucking does it, and it's amazing, and. So I had some Derrick Henry, but it was like one of those where I screwed up. <laughs> so depressing is I overthink things. I started off. I had this really condensed player no pool. I, I have like, I had these alternatives. I, I take the Justin Jefferson play. I had others like that. I'm like, everybody's going to be here. I'm going to pivot here. I'm going to do this. And then as the night goes on Saturday, I make more teams and more teams and then I start spreading it out. And here's where I fucked up, guys. This is what I do every week. I could give you one play every single week, and here's where it is. And I'm going to just. What did you do? I had DeAndre Swift in about Whoa. 12 lineups. Because 
Nobody was on him. Everybody was on Galladay and Stafford. And I said, I'm going to go with the other angle. And I was reading it. It's not like I came up with it on my own, but there's a couple of people that I read that threw it out there, and they're like, listen, Swift catches passes. He could break off some log play. He's a great leverage play. If everybody's over here, you could go over here. I had him. Dude, all, all over. I probably had 40 total teams. I had him in probably 30% of my teams. Really 40 high. 40 teams? When the, when the industry was probably around 30 four percent so that's a huge leverage play yep and then i fucking tinkered and i said to myself you know who's a really good uh, so i was about to say i thought swift had had a good day in all my non cam teams i played damian harris oh because if cam doesn't score it's most likely going to be damian harris Playing the Sony Michelle role of the hundred yard two touchdown game, who came in at one percent owned, but who would he? He was five K. Swift was forty five hundred. I overthought it and I swapped out all of my Swifts except for one to Damian Harris. Too smart. You're there was to be no too smart. point to doing that because Harris was a better play. Harris catches passes. You mean Swift? Swift, Swift, Swift. Swift catches passes. Harris doesn't. Harris is a straight ground running back just like Sony Michelle, which means that his ceiling, he has to score two touchdowns to hit his ceiling. Fucking Swift went off. <laughs> yeah. Every week. Yeah, every week. No, I do this. And football's really hard. You're too and smart. And I love it and hate it. And I just, it's not even too smart. It's too dumb. It's not trusting. Yeah, it's no, I, it's unconscious biases and thinking about like all the times that you did this and it didn't work out, and then you can't. You have to wipe the slate clean. Yeah. Yep. Th- that's why in my very limited, limited, limited daily fantasy baseball, I normally anytime I made a pick and then I second guessed it, I said screw it. That's the pick I'm staying with. Once you do it for seven years, Pat, and you experience the roller coaster up and downs, it starts. It gets harder. Yeah, I know. I understand. <laughs> no, and I, but I appreciate that. Like that's the key. That's what the best players are able to do. And, and also, the, so the DFS landscape is interesting because it's actually very much set up like our our economy. One percent of the players dumpster fire consistently make one <laughs> percent of the players consistently make money in DFS. All right, there is a lot of players that are, have seven figures in their corner, and they play mass volume. They're also very skilled. It's not that they just have a lot of money and can bully everybody around. They're very skilled, but they can absorb roller coasters, right? They, they'll have weeks where they lose 50 grand, and then they'll have weeks where they win 200 grand. And at the end of the year, if they made 25% on their money, but they played seven figures... They're doing pretty good, yep. But it, but like at my level, I, I get nervous because if I lose a hundred dollars, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It yes, sucks, it does. Right? Yes, so it does. It's it's the one percent have all that money and can play, and they have advantages, and they play. You know, in a lot of tournaments, they have mass max lineups, hundred fifty lineups. And and so a lot of the, like people say, well, you can just shove 150 lineups in and you win. I was going to say, is it because you should be doing more lineups? Should no, you no, you because more? you have to build certainty. So you're talking about in tournaments that have 100, 200,000 people in them. Yeah. Yes, it gives you a, a percentage advantage, but it also takes a certain skill to get that top spot. 
Right. And they're able to absorb a loss. So if they spend $5,000 on an entry and they lose, which happens. I th- I think what we've come to agree is that you should be doing 150 lineups now. And, uh, <laughs> I've done it. I think your wife. I've done I'm horribly. Sure you have. I'm sure you have. Yeah. It's yeah. it's really fun because it's game theory and it's it's really trying to, you know, everybody's going this way and you want in certain spots. The Justin Jefferson play was phenomenal. I felt really great. If I had Swift in those lineups as well, and also Derrick Henry, I would have been doing phenomenal. And I had a Jefferson-Henry combo in a lot. Didn't have Swift. So kids, if you're going to gamble, just save yourself the trouble and the time of research and study and just buy scratch tickets. <laughs> it's the same it's fucking thing. You'll have the let, it'll be immediate. You'll do it. You'll feel excited for a second, and then you'll feel let down. I'm a gradual buildup. It starts on, it starts now. I'm already excited about this weekend. I hold back. I hesitate. I try not to read too much because it's too early in the week. But come Friday, we got some injury reports. We know who's playing. We know all this stuff. I'm reading. feeling good. Names are starting to come. Like players are starting to come in my head. I start the Saturday. I look at the stats. I start building my teams. I feel fucking good. I end up playing more teams than I should always, (laughs) every single time. Because I get it done. And then I'm like, oh, man, what what about this angle? That angle feels good. So I try that. And then come Sunday morning, and then I'm like a little nervous. I look for any last minute injury reports, but I don't want to tinker. Sometimes I tinker. One o'clock hits. Five minutes in, somebody catches an 80-yard touchdown that I don't have, and I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) And that was Julio Jones this week, by the way. And he caught two touchdowns, and he was like 6% owned. And I had him in two lineups, and then I ended up taking them out because I restructured my lineup. Got to stop tinkering, man. You're and smart, you, David. You and Doug do that a lot, too. I'll see yeah. a text at 115, and I'll be like, wow, the week's over already, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, God, it was the like, kickoff. What yeah. happened in the kickoff? It was the it was the commercials before they started. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be Velveeta, son of a bitch. Yeah. It's it's a brutal. It's so brutal. And then, then you just, like, 2 o'clock hits. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. it. I guess I'll make some afternoon-only games. And then you get hope again. The hope comes <laughs> of back. Of course. Then afternoon another hits, pint then... of Ben and Jerry's tonight. <laughs> at at four oh five it starts, and then at four fifteen I'm like, well, shit. I guess I'll make some showdown games for the night game, so I make some of those. Honey, and then did I have stay... the Netflix and chill. Not, <laughs> not only did I have a depressing day, but now I'm staying up too late, and I have to work in the morning because I have to see. And then I wake up in the morning, and I'm down, and I'm like, why do I do this? It's basically how I feel about the Braves. But then you wake up, and then the next day it goes away, and then you just start all over again. Wow. It's really sad. Sorry, guys. Guys. Guys, it's so sad. Sucks for both of you. Anyway. If you're going to play DFS, just do it for entertainment. Play like a $5 team, leave it at that. Stop Pick some thinking. players. Try to put a team together. Maybe do a little research. Nothing crazy. Don't entertainment only, guys. Yeah. Just there's there's a one percent. Not only the one percent have the money, but they have the skill. They have skill and a talent. They're people that can do well in the stock market. People that do well betting on sports. Like they do well at that. Yeah. I don't quite have that. 
Yeah. Anyway, I'll do it all again, and I'll tell you all about it. I was going to say, you're going to do it tomorrow. There's no games tomorrow. You're going to do it tomorrow. Uh, Thursday night, I'll do a couple showdown teams. And then Sunday, I'll do my usual. Hello, everybody. I'm David. Hi, David. I, uh, I've been doing Daily Fantasy, but I, I didn't play on Wednesday, so that was good. Everybody, cla- everybody claps. For all one more. One more. So Sunday night was Arizona-Dallas, <laughs> right? I played the showdown slate for that, and I said, I says to myself. Did you play Dak? Dave. <laughs> oh. oh. I played yeah. Troy Aikman. <laughs> you had a better chance against better than Andy Dalton. Oh, oh, and you know who I played on Sunday that nobody played? Nobody. I played Gronk. And he oh, had a he had, he a had like game. a nineteen point game. Yeah. At yeah. really low salary. Nobody played him. I was so pumped about that move. I played Gronk because everybody was on the rest of the passing game and Packers suck against tight ends. It's just terrible. But Sunday night, I says to myself, Dave. Andy Dalton is playing behind a scrap pot, a scrap heap of fucking offensive linemen. Play all Arizona. And you know what? Everybody's going to be on D'Angelo Hopkins. Play Christian Kirk. And you know what? Everybody's off Kenyon Drake. Play Kenyon Drake. So I stuck Kenyon Drake in my captain. You play Kyler Murray because he's the most exciting player in football. And then I shoved Christian Kirk in there and a couple other players. And then 10 minutes later, I tinkered. And I don't remember tinkering. I don't remember it because I opened the game started and Christian Kirk caught his first touchdown. And I went, yes, Christian Kirk hasn't caught a touchdown all year. I opened up my teams. I looked and I'm like, where's Christian Kirk? Oh God, Dave. You don't remember the tinker? <laughs> like, like I had geez. Kenyon Drake, who was the number one player last night for points in my captain spot, which gets you one and a half times the points. Beautiful play. 26% owned in showdown oh. is amazing. Yeah. With Kyler Murray. And I had Christian Kirk in there. And then it changed. It fucking changed. Wow. I hate myself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I hate myself. Okay. Uh, why do I feel like I should be charging you guys? Because this oh. is... A... Dave, how does that make... And how does it make you feel? I don't know. Is this show... Where, like, does anybody listening care? You probably don't guys, care. That's probably a guys, waste of your life that past 15 minutes so, of me talking so about Pat, fantasy sports. I've, I've, Pat, I've learned that that you should lower your expectations for Atlanta-based teams. Dave, I'm hearing that you should stop tinkering. Like and the problem that believe sucks in is yourself, it... Dave. You should start believing more in yourself. <laughs> in my year-long team, which I won last year and I carry the, the title for, I'm 5-1. and one. After see, losing Saquon and Eckler. And I see, don't care. Look, look at the positive. Because... <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing very well. You're very smart. And you need to believe in yourself. Can we just okay. move on? This is great. Let's just so move guys, on. Guys, I, Can I, I play that Bellinger re- home run again? We should reconvene Stop next Stop it. Week. Holy fuck. All right. Well, that was, this might be the most depression show we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. The two Pepe. of you. What the Pepe. hell is happening? What do you want to talk about? All right. So. Let's let's get into the Yankees' first game of the season. All right, July twenty third. It was uh, Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer. It was it was a breezy, breezy summer night. No, fuck that. Um, so I knew you guys were going to talk about sports, and and talk for an hour and a half about how depressing your lives are. So I needed to 
at least counterbalance that. So am I going to talk about the Yankee season? No. The Yankee season was depressing. Losing Severino and Paxton for basically the entire year fucking crushed them. They couldn't make up for that. That's fine. I can deal with that. I'm not like Pat, who's going to complain and bitch and moan about Mike Soroka's ankle and Austin Riley not being able to run the bases. It's fine. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I'm not going to talk about Aaron Rodgers laying a duck against the fucking Buccaneers. I don't really... I like the Packers. I don't really like them. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about how the umpires this year sucked a big tub of dick and proved my point that they need robot umpires. Because let's be honest with each other. If you watched it... I. And Patty, I, I know that for the most part you've disagreed with that. I think you have to agree. Robot, robot umpires is probably so. So future. clearly, you didn't listen to the last episode. Yeah, Pat changed his. Uh, oh no, I listened to most of it. I listened to most of it. I didn't hear myself, so I stopped. The old most of it. <laughs> yeah. I I am. I think completely... he said it on minute three. Yeah, no, yeah. The, yeah, it was I pretty listened. early. Yeah, yeah. You guys said like... it was no, pretty I did. early. I did. I did listen to it, but uh, yeah. They're terrible. I, I'm I'm all for robot umpires. Yeah, fuck yeah. What it's, I want to talk yeah. about is something that has pissed me off for years. And you know, we had the uh, the pandemic. I mean, we have it. It's not <laughs> gone. Let's be honest with each other. It's not gone. Uh, but uh, I haven't done a lot of driving because of the pandemic for the first like five months. I basically was in my house with my kids and my wife. And uh, I, I used to stop at Dunkin' Donuts every morning on my way to work. And I used to get a large hot coffee with one milk. Okay? And that was fine. What has come up since the pandemic has a little bit opened up. You know, I'm going to work two days a week. I'm starting to go to the drive-thru a little bit more. And I don't know what your opinion on this is. I think there needs to be a, a agreement with all of us that you should only be able to order a certain amount of items at the drive-thru. Why is it that Karen and her sh three shitty kids are ordering 15 fucking items? When I wake up in the morning, I have got a certain, I, I'm like a well-oiled machine. I come out, I get myself ready, I get the kids ready, I get them to daycare, then I go to the drive-thru. I'm sitting in there for 15 fucking minutes because Karen decides that she needs to order her mocha frappa latte pumpkin spice foam thing. And then, oh, Timmy, what do you what do you want? Do you want a glazed donut? What do you want? And the kids scream and they don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Oh, they but care. They're, they don't care. They want I, they I, want donuts. They want sugar on top of dough is what they want. It doesn't matter. But they're like, do you want frost? Do you want frosting on it? And the kids screaming. You haven't met my kids. I have met your kids. Your kids are wonderful. I love your kids. If I it, yeah, but if I got if they wanted a different donut and I came home with something else, they would not be happy. Then you go inside. You go inside. I'm not doing that. And you make. You, I'm not talking about you decide you have an order and you got to place it. I'm talking about people that come in there. They got our twelve fucking things. Why do they need to order oh, yeah, for no. their entire family? I you can do it on the app things. now. You can so do it on that's the app. so that is where I will agree with you because I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying because I'm a paying customer. Now I will agree with you if I'm sitting there trying to decide like you're a terrorist, 
Like, go in there knowing what you want and order it, If it's, especially if it's going to be a lot, when you can use the app now on a lot of yes. these places. So what, what we do now is we only go to Dunkin' because I was going way too much. And quite honestly, the Dunkin' quality is just not – it's fine now. Dunkin' coffee sucks. Oh, yeah. Well, I like – I like my Dunkin'. Space. The Ludlow, sure Massachusetts do. Dunkin' Donuts right off the pipe. The food, Great is, product. the food is garbage, though. I used to have – I used to like the food a lot more. Right, I mean, obviously, everyone loves a donut, but it's, like, the other stuff. Yes, so, shit. yeah, I, but I, so what we do is we only go on Sunday mornings, but I always do the on-the-go app, you so I literally app. can just, but can I also complain for one second, too, because I This is my time to complain. I know, I but I, have, I haven't complained a lot. I really what? haven't been complaining that much this episode. What did, what did <laughs> Freddie Freeman do? What did he do that you need to complain about? Freddie Freeman actually did pretty well. He is, a, he is a saint. Oh, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. He is, he is the I, truth. I do the on-the-go order. One, to make mm-hmm. it slow, uh, quicker. And yeah. two, like, you read a slip, and then it's you should be able to get that pretty accurate. Yep. I went four straight times with them getting the order wrong. Your order, Your order is complicated. It's not that complicated. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the Agawam one or something else, but when you get donuts, it, like, doesn't come up on the same slip or something. So every time I have to tell them what kind of donuts. Because, goddamn, if you want me to look at Tyler and Jackson and tell them that they're not getting a Halloween spider donut, I might as well not even come home. All right. I'm going to stop you right there. If you have, a, if you have an order, and, and I could be wrong on this, maybe tell me if I'm wrong. I, I really want to know. We, we will. If, please do. If your order that you placed on the app is something that consistently comes back wrong, that is something you should be coming in and ordering because you're, it's your fault. Absolutely it's, not. It's not that hard. I've done orders on the app. I've got my coffee. I hit the milk. Are you having Tyler do the order, Pat? Yeah. Like how many? What are you ordering? If it's that Is he trying to order a double cheeseburger? they can't figure it out. Uh, That's it's, on like, you. it's like they forgot to put a hash brown in there. They didn't give me the donuts, right? It's This isn't hard, and I'm paying so them this money. Is, so this is where I'm – this is my point. I think through the drive-thru, you have a three-item limit, okay? I think you should be able to get three drinks. I or, will vote for Biden or Trump over you if you invoke well, this Well, I rule. hope you vote for one over the other, Pat, but whatever. I, I just think – at I'm some for, point, I'm going for robot umpire the and robot president. We've all been out there, and we've all been in the drive-thru, and we're like, who the fuck? How yeah. many packages are they putting in there? What are they feeding Calcutta? What I are they? Do, why the do we have? Why do we have this many bags of food going out? At that point, go inside. The drive-thru is for quick service. I want my coffee. I want to be in and out. And again, the Ludlow. Dunkin' Donuts. If you want to sponsor the podcast, I would be really appreciative. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't do diet drive-throughs. I support local businesses. That's cool. That's great. I have three kids. I'm not gonna. Yeah. No. Her. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Enjoy that. Also, why I also did not have kids, so I could support local businesses. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Supporting. That's bullshit. why I call it Dunkin'. It's just <laughs> awful. I'm that... all about just economic growth from the grassroots, and and if it meant not having kids. That was the choice I made for the country. I, I don't think yeah. that's exactly why. <laughs> no. Yeah. You, no, you stop. You stop the. I, your kids you... are great. Both of your kids are lovely, lovely children. Oh. 
at Lydia a distance. turned one. I don't like <laughs> anybody else's kids. No, your yeah. child's not cute. Here's you know that's like that's the thing that needs to just be figured out, right? Agreed. Not every baby's cute. Oh, not every God. child's cute. Thankfully, this uh, sports podcast. No, he's not wrong. So I will I, no, say, I understand. It's just I think being a, a fair judgment free zone here. I think Pat's kids are cute. We've I think never my been kids in are a cute. fair judgment free zone. No, well, not on each other, but our children. I think. Pat's kids are cute. My kids are cute. Not every kid's cute. They're just not. There's a lot of there's a lot of uggos out there. And I think you gotta pretend. There's some ugly kids. There's some ugly kids out there, and you have to. And there's so many parents that go out there, and and quite often I think to myself, Are my kids cute? Are they? Oh, just your saying? kids are adorable. My kids are pretty both. Cute. You guys, you guys Thank actually Christ really, and I don't know fucking how. How, let's be honest with you. I don't know how you guys produce such adorable children. Agreed. Agreed. Oh. Yeah. I really don't. Um, I mean, well, actually, I mean, obviously, they don't look like either of you, so that's right. a good start. Tyler looks know. like you. I was I gonna say, there's, there's Tyler, no. <laughs> Tyler's definitely Pat's kid. I've I've had and employees. I think Brady's got a lot of Pat. I've had former employees come up to me and they're like, "Oh, you can't deny him being your kid, right? Yeah. He looks exactly like you." I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, a hundred percent." My kids look nothing like me. Thank God, because those Thank two, those two angels, they were. Oh, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. They would have had a hairy chest and all. Would not have been good. <laughs> would not have been good. They look just like their mother, who's just beautiful. And again, every time we have conversation, I feel better about my life choices. Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd hate it. You'd hate it. Well, because I also appreciate our friendship because somebody's going to have to take care of my old ass when yeah. I'm beyond retirement and can't get around well. Right. In in fairness though, I once did ask Tyler a daily fantasy uh, question. Did he win? I I don't remember who he picked. Oh, I gave geez. him the option between two guys. So, Dave, maybe that maybe the tinkering would have stopped. That's the strategy. Maybe you it would have stopped. I'm just gonna ask Tyler. <laughs> That's my <laughs> you know strategy. What? Tyler would tell you. He it would save me a lot of time. He's gonna say Mike Soroka. My wife would yeah. appreciate it. So, so this is now how I know I'm a father and I've grown as a person. Because Tyler wants me to put the score of the Rays Dodgers game up, so he oh. can right, and he he's gonna watch all the highlights. And I kind of want to go, fuck you, I don't give a shit. The Braves just lost game seven. How do you not? How are you not devastated? And thank God he's not devastated. He's right. He took it like a champ. Yeah, he's not a real fan, Pat. I think we've agreed. Yeah. He's not a real he, fan. I, I think he has been a Braves fan long enough. He'll get there in time, yeah. unfortunately. The depression yeah. will settle in. It will set in. He'll understand. 4-1 Four, Dodgers right now. Yeah, I know. Who, let's re, so, so, okay, I'm done. Let's Who are we picking for the World Series? Valid point, though, Brian. Can I just say, I don't go through drive throughs because I support local businesses, but if I were to go through and give my money to some stupid behemoth franchise that just sucks the life out of... That was a okay. t- that's a okay. tangent. That's okay. a tangent. Okay. Dave, so can there's... I ask you a question? Do you support local businesses? So there's a local business by that lives in Belchertown that has a drive-through. Same thing goes for them. Ooh. It's right across from the uh, the high school. I don't know if it's a high school or they have a playground right there. I boycott them. They're not local. What? I don't believe They're... it. It's like a mom and pop shop. It's fake news. Yeah, it's like shit. Jane's. I'd like to meet bar. them. I don't know. What it's I have no clue what <laughs> it's, it's not called. Good one. Yeah. yeah, you don't support it. It's a great product, though. 
You remember? Again, do you remember? Uh, uh, so nobody, unless you live in Massachusetts, you don't know. But you know, there's Route Nine, which is UMass University. Mm-hmm. Route Nine leads right to UMass University, and there used to be a wonderful donut coffee shop called the Donut Man. Yes. And everything. Every time I drove by, I would always look at the Donut Man. One that my favorite thing. Two two things. One, it was in an old bank. Yep. So they bought an old bank, and then they put a donut shop in there. And there was no man. There was no, like, donut man <laughs> holding a donut sign or anything yeah. like that. So that it just Bob's big boy. The That's got the man. big boy. So one time I went in there, and I said, let's let's check this out. So we went in. It's just like walking into a bank lobby. And there was a fireplace, and the fire was going, which is weird. And and I walked up, and I, and I said, <laughs> and they were like, what would you like? And I was like, well, I'm at the donut man. So I'd love some donuts and to see the man. man. And they looked at me blank, blank stare. My wife hit me and said, that's not funny. Yes, (laughs) it is. uh, I said, no, it's pretty funny. I said, I just want to see the man. There's a donut man somewhere. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, I got my donut. It was a six out of 10. The coffee was weak and their, uh, their transaction system Mm. was crap. And I never went to the Donut Man again. That's what you get for supporting local businesses. And now it's a Dunkin' Donuts. Is it really? Yes. That's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's a Dunkin' Donuts. That's what you get. That's what you get right there. So who's going to win the World Series? I'm picking the Dodgers. Dodgers I'm going Dodgers. Sorry, Tampa Bay. You're going to be the bridesmaid again. After they found out Cody Bellinger cheated, and okay. they, so now Braves. Dodgers and six. It's Braves and six. I feel like you uh, have a good shot at winning this. Uh, honestly, and, and and it's easy right now because it's four one. So you feel pretty good about the Dodgers' chances, and I think that was huge because really it's it looks like Kershaw's being what you figure regular season Kershaw is not necessarily yeah. postseason. He um, needs this bad. Yeah. In, in I want it bad for him. Kershaw is too. an awesome dude. I like them. He's an awesome dude. I get I, just, I get not liking the Dodgers because they beat the Braves, but the Rays beat the Yankees, so I'm going to root for the other team. I mean, I don't hate the Dodgers at all. I, yeah. I, I like the Rays more because the, the payroll thing is really cool, right? That thing that's going around. And... I was just about to do that. <laughs> Rays in five. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Five. That's funny. That's funny. Five. Oh. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> I wish John Sterling would call every home run ever. Five. I want to know what That's what the postseason needs. The postseason needs a guest appearance by John Sterling. Yeah. yeah. What would he say about Cody Bellinger? Oh, I didn't mean. I actually meant to pause that. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm not good at YouTube. Maybe Tyler could show me. Yeah, that's right. Let me find a DeAndre Swift touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Good oh, stuff. Good well, stuff, that was, guys. That was some kind of oh, show. I've missed this. It was fun. It was fun to get the band back together. It was a rather depressing show. We'll try to be. Yeah, could we? Can you guys not so, be around and me and Duncan talk about shit? Because it's so. Less my depressing. goal this week is I'm going to win, and then I'll be in a much better mood. Yeah. Okay. And my Don't goal tinker, is then. to watch highlights of them losing. Ugh. See, I I kept asking Pat. So we we all know about when I called Pat when the Pats were playing the uh, the Falcons, and uh, I obnoxiously mocked 
the Patriots for for losing, and then they end up winning. So I was like, "What do you want me to do? What should I call you halfway through the game if they're losing? Do you want me to send you some obnoxious text message?" You just said, "Just wish me good luck." So I did, and then they lost. So it's really on me. I should have just called you halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. But as I said, that didn't work for the last Georgia team. Right. Yeah. Right. Dodgers. Are, Dodgers are the best team in baseball. Yep. Yeah, they and are. And that's why they're in the World Series right now. Yep. So. And they should be there. They should <laughs> they, be there. They should. They should. They ultimately, should be. Uh, they Braves sh- aside from the be- from the beginning, they got the best team. They should yeah. and shouldn't be there. We could go yes. all the way down this. This would be another half an hour of talking A- after about After game it. four, they should not be there. But ultimately, right, yeah. this season, they should yeah, be there. Absolutely. But. Real quick question. You get one donut to pick. What do you pick? Boston cream. Yep. Yep. From, from my local donut shop. Oh, okay. Boston yeah. cream. Although, if you've ever had voodoo donuts in, in the western part of the country, voodoo donuts is... Oh, like, yeah. There's no comparing to voodoo. Yes. I know. There's yes. not... I, I had a Reese's peanut butter cup donut. Oh my yeah. God. Can you talk slower? Like if I ever go out well, talk, talk I will slower be asking you about that place Reese's again. Reese's peanut butter cup. Dave, if you could talk a little bit slower donuts. and talk about the peanut butter cup donut. I feel like I got a case of the hiccups right Just now. All right. Well, that's the show. <laughs> if you made it this far, I'm sorry. Follow us on Twitter where Pat tweets right. about the Braves yeah. and retweets and about the Braves. Oreo, Oreo and uh, I'm way. pretty much not there. Even yeah. though I tell all these guys you got to tweet Grigio. more, you know, because I'm just a lot of baseball. I cracked the whip. Right. I cracked the whip. Uh, we have a website, MA Sports Pod. I haven't updated it about four weeks. I got to get on that. But they know what I'm and about get right that now. updated. And you hear me? Thanks for listening. We'll leave me. you with one final note. Um, right. If you're gonna follow sports, yeah. you just have to be prepared for disappointment because it just it just goes with. I hit the wrong spot. Well, that just ruined it. Hold on. Guys, God. Chris Myron only gave up four runs all year. <laughs> four runs all year. He gave up an opening day homer to Jonas Cespedes, and he closed his season with a home run to Cody Bellinger. That's what you call disappointment. How can you not get this one clip? <laughs> I can't. It is what. Did you Google Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley being idiots? It's like in the old days when you were really sick and they would put leeches on you to bleed you out because they uh. thought that worked. I'm trying to. This is psychology, Pat. It's not working, Dave. That's right. baseball season. With that said, folks, thanks for listening. Have a great evening. You we'll see you next time. Bye. Do it, do it, Pat. Bye.